live around the globe, it's time for your RM World Travel Connection with Robert and Mary Carey and Rudy Maxa on the SSI Radio Network. with the show anytime at rmworldtravel.com or on social media at rmworldtravel. And now, welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Welcome aboard America's number one travel radio show, everyone. It is just after 10 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday, October 29th, 2022, or I guess we could say Halloween weekend. And from coast to coast, border to border, and around the world on TuneIn, well, on the show that talks everything and anything in the world of travel, Ghost and Goblins, they're not really on tap today, but if it involves, tra- involves travel, I would say, well, you are going to find it here uh, in droves over the next two hours as we share that with you. We're also going to share a programming note. That's how we'll begin. Uh, that's because our Travel Pro luggage is mostly packed and ready to go. Uh, the 29-inch big boys are coming along on this time. Uh, Keyword there is mostly <laughs> exactly. packed. Speak for yourself. And why is that? Well, after today's show, Mary and I are en route to Europe for 16 days. This coming week, it's Italy and the big Let's Go America Tour Rome, where I see right now it is 77 degrees. All week it's going to be in the mid-70s. Looking forward to that. Next Saturday at this time, we will be broadcasting live from the all-new Hilton Rome Monte. Then we will immediately head to the cruise port in Rome and catch up with the Seabourn Ovation for another seven-day itinerary in the big Let's Go America Tour Mediterranean cruise that will take us to other parts of Italy, then Corsica and areas of France, as well as Spain. And two weeks from today, next week will be Rome, but two weeks from today, we will be broadcasting live from the ship uh, in Palma de Mallorca. So two big Let's Go America Tour events and live remote broadcast are coming your way. And you can follow all of our travels and our daily itinerary as well as interact with us in real time the entire time if you want on our rmworldtravel.com. You can go to rmworldtravel.com, but you really want to be a part of our social media channels on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. So, Mary, we are uh, 77 degrees. It's going to be beautiful. They're unseasonably warm right now in Rome. Rudy, how how are things up there in St. Paul, Minnesota? It's unseasonably warm here. It's going to be mid-60s for the next four or five days, which is very unusual for the end of October, very early November even. Very unusual, but certainly not 77. We, we, wow. we woke up today here in the New York City area. It's basically 40 degrees. So uh, that, yeah. that's 70. Did uh, you say 40 uh, degrees? 40 degrees, yes. So. Well, it's 46 uh, it's here right now at uh, 10.08 Eastern. So yeah. it's warmer in there, Sample. yeah. Uh, and, Bobby, you know, how's Halloween weekend sh- shaping up for you down there at, in Dallas at the Network Command Center? We're unseasonably wet. We've had nonstop rain for about 24 hours, so we're just soaked here in DFW today. Mm-hmm. Is your house stocked way. with uh, Halloween? For the kids? Yeah, we're all set to go. Kids are uh, got their costumes. We're going to be uh, hitting the, the nice neighborhoods on Monday. Bobby, but what's the, the, what's nice the big neighborhoods? What's the no, big only candy? The nice neighborhoods. Yes, only, only the ones with the full size. Are you size going candy as a radio bars. engineer? Yep, that's what I'm going as. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to have a number one travel radio show on a shirt. Thank you. We appreciate that. Exactly. Uh, um, but you'll get rid of the plane and the logo because that wouldn't be your thing. There we go. But, yeah. No, right. Uh, what's the big candy that, that in Dallas that you like to get or give out? Uh, Kit Kats. That's always a nice, uh, stable one, I think. Right. right. Yeah. That's good. I'm all over that. There you go. Sounds good. All right. Before we get to our travel news roundtable, I'm going to share the results of our latest travel polls on rmworldtravel.com. They do have a Halloween theme. And for the first question, we asked, which U.S. city is best for Halloween travel? And the results are Salem, Massachusetts, 31%. New Orleans, 26%. Las Vegas, 20%. Other, 10%. That always, other always just 
Makes me laugh. Well, people can't Anoka, make their money. <laughs> wait a minute. Hang on. Let me go. Let me do this. New York City, 5%. Anoka, Minnesota. Well, that, 8%. Now, Rudy, do you, do you, have Anoka, you been to Anoka? Minnesota. Well, Halloween. I, I certainly know the name, but I, I never know whether I've been to these places. Well, Rudy, first of okay. all, it, it's in Minnesota. And obviously, but, I don't know it well. I would say, yeah, I know Anoka. But, but they are known, uh, truthfully, they are known as the Halloween capital of the world. Okay. Really? So I. So, yes. So, I mean, you need to, um, I guess, please, please, the Halloween candy is going to be out in, in droves it, for I you I mean, is there. this parades? But, really, I'd say it's, it's just north of Minneapolis. I mean, if I had to say it's I probably know, within know, an hour. Why, why are they known as the Halloween capital of the world? Uh, because they it, it hosted parade? one of the first Halloween parades in 1920. Really? Yeah. Continue. Hmm. So no, interesting. Idea. I always learn something new yeah. here. Well, Anoka. Interesting. All right. All right. Well, there, Rudy, you check that out uh, right. as the savvy reporter. Next week, we want to get an update on that, uh, or during the week, whatever. I don't have a uh, car. I can't get to Anoka. Text us on Halloween. We'll be over there in Rome, but text us. Let us know how it's going in Anoka. <laughs> uh, all right. Question two: We asked which U.S. theme park does Halloween best. The results are Disney, twenty-seven percent; Universal Studios, twenty-six percent. So they're pretty much tied. Uh, Six Flags, twenty-one percent. Other again, Mary, you love the other, fourteen percent. Legoland, 9%, and poor SeaWorld. You know, I, I, I actually think they get a bad rap because they really do offer a great, uh, you know, experience. Just 4%. So I'm guessing Knott's Berry Farm, maybe some of the people yeah, in California. Yeah, that's what I like to try to figure out what the other mm, might maybe. be, and I would say that's a good guess. Yeah. I, I, or maybe I, it's, you know, your local theme park or your local, I don't know. Well, new Italian-centric polls have just mm -hmm. gone up on our website, so we hope you will go check them out and vote your thoughts uh, as we head off to Italy after today's show. We will be sharing those with you. Uh, now let's talk travel news. Rudy? Well, you know, I don't think a lot of us who fly think a lot about what wine is served on airplanes. But in fact, airlines spend a lot of time trying to figure out, and it's great for a wine that is company that is, or a vintner that's chosen because they get exposure to probably millions of people in the course of a year of that wine being poured on on flights. Uh, but And this doesn't affect a whole lot of us, I understand, but Singapore Airlines, which is generally considered one of the best regarded airlines flying, um, just stopped serving after decades Dom Perignon to first class, mm -hmm. the, you know, the sort of status champagne. I know a little about that. I once went with, uh, every year they would fly in somebody from Europe, Asia, and the United States. And I went once with Stephen Spurrier, the late uh, wine critic from Europe, and my friend Anthony Dias Blue from the United States for a wine selection four days in Singapore. Three days, I think, I guess. And I don't know how many we tasted. Anyway, they're now replaced, and, and, and I mean, they really take it seriously. It is uh, finding out what wine to serve. Anyway, now, uh, if you happen to fly first class on Singapore, you're not getting... Uh, you're not getting uh, any more Dom Perignon as of the first of this do, month. Do Are they like... replacing it with anything? Yes, they're replacing it with Cru Grand Cuvée and Tattinger Comte de okay. Champagne Blanc de Blanc. Yeah, so, I don't. I, I'm not a big. I don't like. To, well, I'm not a big drinker to begin with. But I, but I also I don't like to drink when I fly. I just I don't like the feeling. Well, I have a glass of champagne. That's my one thing. Or sparkling mm -hmm. wine. It's usually think, sparkling wine because I'm in coach. But uh, yeah, I don't like to either. But on a really long haul flight yeah. to calm my nerves, I take a glass of champagne yeah. yeah sure well listen these yeah. days well, with the, the, the coronavirus i'm not even eating or drinking anything so it doesn't matter i guess it wouldn't matter, but, uh, <laughs> all right so mary what do you got <laughs> all right well some good news for hilton and for new york city the iconic hilton new york in times square that hotel has been closed since 2020 it just reopened this 478 room property really is a mainstay and a very iconic hotel in midtown yeah, Manhattan. We've stayed there. yeah so for tourists and for locals so it has literally just reopened that's so a positive that's some, sign for the area yeah. 
yeah. yeah. All right. Very positive sign for the city. Uh, well, I'll stay in New York City right now. Uh, if you're listening in New York or coming to New York City, you're interested in traveling down to Washington, D.C., well, now you don't need to go to JFK, LaGuardia, or Newark airports or take Amtrak, as this week a new airline launched uh, flights to D.C., and they are taking off from the East River. They are amphibious Cessna Grand Caravan planes. They hold eight people, take 75 minutes, about $395. Uh, they launched last year from Boston at Fan Pier. You know, that's in the, near the Financial District in Back Bay. Uh, so that's another way for you now to get to D.C. You land at Dulles. Uh, there's a private terminal there at Dulles. So, Up next, it's the Chief Travel Leader Conversation. Don't go anywhere. 90% of the show is still to come. And we'll be back talking all things travel in about three minutes. Well, actually, three minutes exact. As we take a brief sponsor's break, now's a good time to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter at RM World Travel. We're coming right back. Robert and I have been Hilton Honors Diamond members for years for a reason. Their award-winning guest loyalty program offers members hundreds of ways to earn and redeem points, including with select co-branded credit cards. Members can redeem points for free nights, purchases on Amazon, exclusive experiences, charitable contributions, and a whole lot more. And in addition to other benefits, members will always get the lowest prices on all Hilton hotels when they book direct on Hilton.com or on the Hilton Honors app. The program is free to join, and for all things Hilton, just go to rmworldtravel.com, look under sponsors. If saving money and getting top quality cleaning products that won't harm your family, coworkers, or pets interest you, well, listen up because you need to check out cleanpods.com slash carry. From glass and multi-surface cleaners to bathroom cleaners, floor cleaners, pet cleanup, urine blast, and more, stop wasting money on cleaning products filled with harmful chemicals and start buying from this all-American-made company. They've created water-soluble pods that are so easy to use, and as a show listener, you'll save 10% plus get free shipping when you order at cleanpods.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. Right now, you can knock out holiday gift shopping early and snag some of the best deals of the season on Raycon. Raycon's wireless earbuds, headphones, and speakers offer premium sound, a comfortable fit, and up to 54 hours of battery life. Perfect for anyone on your gift list. Head to buyraycon.com slash carry and use code EARLYBF to get 20% off site-wide or save even bigger and get 30% off Raycon's holiday bundles. That's code EARLYBF at buyraycon.com slash carry or visit rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. A big RM World Travel welcome to new show sponsor, EnviroCleanse Home Air Purification Units. Right now, you're going to receive 10% off when you go to ekpure.com. Get a free air quality monitor plus free shipping. It's $150 savings. ekpure.com. Folks, this is how you stop colds and flu from taking you down this winter. This is the new science in air purification that works to destroy airborne illnesses that cause colds, flus, even the coronavirus. Go to ekpure.com. Use code CARRY to save 10% or rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. Got a question or comment? Need savvy travel advice? Connect with Robert and Mary and our show team anytime on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at RM World Travel. Now, back to award-winning RM World Travel. And as Craig just shared, that you can do anytime on our social channels or at rmworldtravel.com. And if you want to follow all the activities in Rome and around Europe on the Mediterranean the next two weeks for the next two big Let's Go America Tour events, it will be a good idea to be connected with us on social media right now, and we'll be posting and sharing throughout the week. All right. So it is time for the Chief Travel Leader Conversation, and in mere moments, 
we are going to be joined by Michelle Korsmo. She's the new CEO of the National Restaurant Association, and this portion of the program is sponsored by Hilton. And all of you regular listeners know that we do believe it matters where you stay, and whether you're on the move for vacation or business, solo or maybe with a group with nearly 7,000 properties in over 120 countries, Hilton and their 18 world-class brands offer accommodations to meet your every need. Hilton has welcomed more than 3 billion guests over its 100-year history. They're the hotel and resort company that we recommend for your travels, and we think the Hilton Honors Loyalty Program, well, it's the best out there. Whether it's traveling with family, friends, or even your pets, conducting important business, or exploring a new or familiar city like we're going to be doing over in Rome, it's Hilton for the stay. Make your reservations today. Find a direct link to Hilton at rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. All right. In February 2021, it was Tom Benet. Earlier this year in March, it was Marvin Irby. And today, on October 29th, it's Michelle Corismo. All three have been in the CEO role with the National Restaurant Association. Michelle's the newest in the position. And like much of the travel and hospitality industry, a lot's been happening in this sector of the travel world. So we thought we'd get a check-in and a real-time report on industry happenings. Here's Michelle right now on that show hotline for today's Chief Travel Leader Conversation. Michelle, hello, and welcome to America's number one travel radio show. Thank you, Robert. It's great to be here. Well, great to have you with us on the Saturday morning. Listen, it has been on our front burner to stay connected with the National Restaurant Association. As just like so many sectors of the travel world, what's happening in your industry, it's reflective of the larger happenings in travel. As Mary said, we spoke with Tom back in 2021, and the industry was struggling. Earlier this year, Marvin was more optimistic, but yet realistic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as you, know, you join us on this Halloween weekend, you're now on the job about six months. Mm-hmm. Where are the success stories coming from? in the restaurant sector, and conversely, I also want to know, where's the industry still struggling to work its way back from the pandemic? Oh, wonderful question. So excited to talk about that. You know, it's interesting. We've all been thinking about the pandemic, and hopefully that's in the rearview mirror and certainly for people's health. But, you know, for restaurants, they're in the pandemic. They're hoping, you know, that we can get back to normalcy and business picks up and lots of people coming into their restaurants so they can do what they do best, and that's serving their customers. And, of course, then they get hit with the one-two punch of inflation and supply chain problems. So for restaurants, of course, everybody's aware of all of the issues that relate to the workforce and just trying to find um, enough great employees so they can be open and serving as many people as are there to come into their restaurants. But the other thing that's happening is, you know, inflation is really hitting restaurants just like it's hitting everybody else. Wholesale food costs are up anywhere between 13 and 15 percent in the last year. And so you know, for restaurants, that's a big deal. And Absolutely. many prices are going up, too. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of what's on their mind right now. So let's dig in a little more. And high fuel prices aren't helping because that just adds to the no. increased delivery rates. Mm-hmm. I saw a statistic that around 90,000 restaurant locations had temporarily or permanently closed during the pandemic. And Robert mm-hmm. and I have been traveling with this show basically monthly across the country. And I think it's fair to say that although it's better than, certainly better than the end of 2020 and better than most of 2021, we're still seeing that most restaurants are having some staffing issues. I'm curious to hear what you're seeing and hearing in the industry. Yeah. So in the restaurant industry, by the end of the year, we're projected to employ nearly 15 million people. That's still down almost a half a million jobs from the end of 2019. That's a big number, Michelle. Mm -hmm. It's a big number. I mean, half a million jobs is a lot. And I think that we all feel it when we're in restaurants. You know, you kind of think, is service a little slow today? Or they seem to be working. Or why aren't they open at lunch Uh, Boy, they're closing Mm -hmm. earlier than I expected them to. That's all about not having enough people working in the industry. You know, as you take a look at the calendar where we are right now, Election Day is coming up in 10 days on Mm -hmm. November 8th. I mentioned last week that there are some 
interesting ballot initiatives that are facing voters. One that's caught my attention that's happening in Washington, D.C. It's Initiative 82, and it's calling for the elimination of tipped wages that exist in restaurants and bars. Now, I think many waiters and waitresses, bartenders, other servers, they go into the industry because of the tips. They can make a good living earning tips. So I personally hope that this ballot initiative in Washington, D.C. fails. We have an affiliate there, so I hope everyone listening right now gets out (laughs) and votes. Uh, But, you know, this isn't a trend uh, that we want to start seeing elsewhere. Would you agree? I agree, Robert. And, you know, so thank you for bringing it up because we agree with you that we would like to see that ballot initiative fail. And let me talk about why we're on the side of ensuring that uh, employees still have tipped wages. As you said, some of these uh, restaurant workers can make really wonderful living if they're in a tipped wage environment. I think some of the challenges, people don't really understand what the tipped wage credit means. And what that means is that uh, the employer gets credit on compensation for what the employees, the servers, are earning through their tips. But the employers are still paying taxes on all of that money and, and doing the work to make sure that those employees are adequately compensated. But it also has tremendous upside, and that's what we love about the people that find that the tipped wage environment is the space that they want to live in. You know, when you think about why people become waitstaff and servers, it's because they like interacting with people. Absolutely. And this is something that I think is so important for for people to think about. If you're in a sit-down restaurant and you've got a server that's there waiting on your table, the reason they want to do that is they like to be with people. They like to kind of get to know their customers and understand what you like and where you're from and what you're doing. And, you know, I think that that's something for people to really remember is that server wants to make a connection with you. When they make that connection, it usually is reflected in their tips, right? When they can uh, bring that something special to your meal and your experience, you usually give them a little something extra in the tip. You absolutely yeah. do. And that's a tremendous upside. So, but, you know, as we think about it, one of the things for people to think through who say, oh, you know, we've got to make sure that they, you know, are making enough money. Absolutely. You know, we just talked about there's a half a million fewer people working in the industry than in 2019. People are really eager to attract people to this industry. So restaurants want optionality, right? So what I want is for restaurants to have the options to choose how they compensate their employees based on what they think is... Well, that's exactly how it should be done. It should not be a ballot initiative. And I'm a big believer in the supply and demand. And I think regionally, that would be different all around the U.S., right? Right. It, It very much is a regional thing. So again, I'm all for preserving optionality for restaurants to figure out how they want to compete. And some are doing different things to try to attract wait staff. And that's a great thing, because then the best and the brightest employees get to decide where they want to be. And for those others that are just getting going, there's options there. And again, the wonderful thing about the upside to living in an environment where you can earn the tips based on your performance. Michelle, I know you and your husband used to work together in a business like Robert and I do with this show. And I I bring that up because you've certainly had experience in entrepreneurial positions. And what I find interesting, Uh I saw a stat that around 80% of restaurant owners started in the industry in entry-level positions. So yes, it's all about working with people, but they also learn how to run a business. I am curious if you think that that is an important aspect in attracting new staff. Well, I, I love, I have so many stories about people that started in the dish room, right? You know, that space where, you know, it's people that have come to this country as new Americans, started in the dish room, not speaking the language, and then over not that many years, a decade plus, not that many, they're owning restaurants, right? What a terrific thing. 
But there is something really entrepreneurial about the restaurant industry where it's all about how can I provide value to my community? What's the niche I can provide? Am I the, um, you know, little neighborhood diner where everybody comes for that comfortable meal and we know that you're going to get any option that you want um, on the menu? Or am I that fabulous high-end restaurant that's the special date night or am I that quick service restaurant that's serving um, the needs of, hey, I've got three, you know, my family, three dance classes, one tutor, and one soccer game tonight. How are we going to get it all in? Uh, and you're going to that. Well, that, that's an excellent point. And, and in many cases, you know, the, these folks, when they support communities uh, through local groups and that they become a part of it. Really quick, I just want to get your thoughts, and we're only going to have about maybe 30 seconds on this. But yeah. uh, to go back to some of these issues going on out there, uh, at the end of or the beginning of September, uh, California's governor signed a bill that's going to move the minimum yeah. wage to $22 an hour. They already had one of the highest minimum wages in the country. It's going to raise the bill another 40 uh, percent. That, that's certainly going to impact, you know, fast food businesses, right. mom and pop. Any position that the National Restaurant Association has taken on this? Well, this is another one where we're talking about wanting to preserve optionality. And the California Fast Act takes all of that away. I had a great conversation with a woman who is a um, new American. She and her husband came to the U.S. about 15 years ago, and she owns two restaurants that are franchises. So they have a brand that people would know, national brand name. But she and her husband have just these two restaurants. And she said to me, if they're going to mandate that I've got to pay $22 an hour or more, there's got to be more than just me and my husband working in these restaurants because, mm-hmm. again, we're worried about food. Michelle, we're all worried about this. Unfortunately, oh, Michelle, we could talk to you. We're going to have to leave this. it there. But very nice connecting yeah. with you today. This conversation will continue, I promise. So until we do it again, it. enjoy the weekend, okay? Thank you, everyone. All right. Well, important issues, folks. As we get ready to step aside for some important sponsor messages, we'll be answering emails and the Destination Spotlight are both still ahead this hour. But next, Lonely Planet Sebastian Modak jumps into the fray. There are still 90 minutes to go in the show. We'll get to them immediately following these messages. Today's edition of RM World Travel will be right back. And you can always stay connected with the program at rmworldtravel.com. You know, we always enjoy talking about products that we use ourselves. And when Mary, Rudy, and I travel, we're using Travel Pro luggage for our broadcasting equipment and our personal items like clothing and accessories. Travel Pro is the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers. For over two decades now, they've taken pride in their design, innovation, and durability in crafting the highest quality luggage for experienced travelers. Whether it's their Max Light Series, Travel Pro's lightest collection that Rudy uses, their Platinum line that Mary and I use, or even their Great Cruise Series, Travel Pro has transformed travel since they created the original rollerboard wheeled luggage and they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. If you're in the market for new luggage or you're looking for the perfect gift, look no further than Travel Pro luggage. Get the luggage we all have and then start enjoying your new travel companion. You can find Travel Pro at Macy's, Amazon, eBags.com, and other top luggage specialty retailers. You can also check out TravelPro.com. They'll list all their retailers there. They'll also provide online discounts. And you'll find a link, as always, at rmworldtravel.com under Sponsors. To connect with the program anytime, visit us online at rmworldtravel.com. Welcome back to your RM World Travel Connection. Welcome back indeed. Hey, we're back and we are this segment sponsored by cleanpods.com slash carry. Now, I'm guessing... 
that we're all pretty particular about the cleaning supplies we use, and we tend to stick with those. But whatever you're using, there's something better, and it even costs less. Clean Pods is an all-American company that uses technology to create cleaning supplies we all need. And Clean Pods has made them better while saving us money. To help you give them a try, Clean Plot, excuse me, Clean Pods uh, is offering our show fans 10% off all products and any order plus free shipping if you use the code cleanpod.com slash carry. That's C-A-R-E-Y. So stop wasting your money on cleaning supplies for your windows and glass, bathrooms, kitchens, and floors. Instead, start experiencing the smarter clean delivered by cleanpods.com slash carry. For less than $10, each product will give you at least five full bottles of cleaning solution. It's less than two bucks a bottle. You simply drop a small pot of solution into a bottle they provide, add water, shake, and you're ready to go. Clean Pods offers a safer combination that works as effectively as anything you're currently using, but without the harsh chemicals, it can be harmful to us, our families, our coworkers, even our pets. Now, you may think that what you've always used is just fine, but i got to tell you, this is better and costs less. Listeners of our show will save 10% on any product in any order, plus get free shipping. Clean Pods offers cleaning supplies for your glass cleaning, multi-service cleaning, bathroom cleaning, floor cleaning. They even offer a urine blast for eliminating pet stains and odors from carpets, furniture, bedding, and more. So go to cleanpods.com slash carry, or you can find a link at rmworldtravel.com by looking under sponsors. Okay, perhaps you've heard of the Faroe Islands. They're part of Denmark, and it's 18 islands in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean north of Scotland. About 50,000 folks live there, and like New Zealand, there are more sheep, 70,000, than people. Lonely Planet editor-at-large Sebastian Modak went to visit, and he joins us. Now, you may know his name because he was the guy who visited and compiled the New York Times annual 52 Places to Go list for many years. Sebastian, welcome back to the show. First question, were the Faroe Islands ever on your 52 Places to Go list? They weren't, honestly. Um, it's been kind of a... I definitely thought of them in the abstract for like a lot of travelers, I think. I knew that there were these windswept islands somewhere in the North Atlantic, but I never really had... Uh, put it together to actually go there until this year. All right. Um, you, you write that the, in, your, in your article, you write that the Faroe Islands is a place where, and here I quote you, magic and misery, celebration and death often exist side by side, unquote. Please explain that and also describe the to unusual topography you found there. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about a place that is just so stunningly beautiful, but also so wild and you would think inhospitable. I mean, some of the worst weather in the world, um, you know, not a lot grows there, not, not, not a lot of trees. You're talking about these jagged, super dramatic cliffs. Um, and so it's a tough place to live. So what I mean by that quote that you said was that you really do see these competing things living side by side. People who have a very strong culture, very proud of their culture, but also who have lived over generations a pretty tough life to, to make it there. So, you know, you, these diets that depended on all the seabirds that come through, the dolphins, the whales. So that's, that's kind of where this brutality and beauty, I think, meet. And you really see it up close when you're traveling through the islands. You write that, I find this hard to believe, that there are only 870 hours of clear sunshine a year? <clears throat> that's right, in the, in the capital of Korshav, and it's, one of the, it's considered one of the cloudiest cities in the world. Um, and uh, again, that, that goes back to that, that uh, those competing forces, I think, of having a place that is so beautiful, seems so untouched and so wild, but also can be, I think, pretty tough to live in. And uh, it's not for everyone, even as a traveler, I think. You've got to know that you're going to be wet and cold and gray. it's going to be gray, but that's part of the adventure. Yeah, I think there was only, you said, how long was your, uh, I'm going to talk about how you went to visit, but when, how, many, how many days were you there? 
Two weeks? I was there for ten. I was there for about ten days. About ten um, days, and, and you been... saw one day of brilliant sunshine for, for a while, <laughs> shortly, <laughs> briefly, right? Exactly, and uh, you know, when it did happen, it felt like you know it died and gone to heaven. I mean, it's just so epic when the sun did come out. But right. I spent four or five of those days on a boat as well. So you're talking about some of the roughest seas in the world as well. So well, that's right. You um, went to visit. You went to visit a small ship, and I gather from your article that isn't how most folks see the islands. Yeah, it isn't. I mean, a lot of people come in. It's it's what 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 surprised what's surprising I think to a lot of people is how good the infrastructure is there. I mean, you're talking incredible bridge and tunnel system that connects all the islands. So. A lot of travelers get a rental car and explore that way. But to see it from the from the water, I think, is to see it how the first North settlers saw it. You know, you see this forbidding landscape from, from the deck of a ship as the ship is rollicking and rolling all over the place in these huge swells. It just it feels like a, taking you back in time a little bit. Uh, we don't have time to do many, but you, you talked about the number of stories and fables that have probably arisen because you have a whole lot of people in a small space and not a lot of them are new people. And so they create these stories, uh, some of them rather dark, actually. That's right. And I think it's also, again, goes back to the brutality of that landscape. You know, you see these giant cliffs that look like they've been torn apart by giants. So obviously you start coming up with stories about how giants torn, tore apart the landscape. And I think it's a very natural progression from, uh, from the landscape to the stories you hear. Um, and I think it's just so fascinating to experience that as a traveler. Give us one of those stories. We've got about a minute left. And I think it involved, I mean, it's, they're pretty bloody stories. Yeah, I mean, there's one, this beautiful lake, you're looking at this beautiful lake, beautiful views, and then you hear that there's a fable of a monster that appears as a beautiful horse and lures children towards the lake, and then the monster eats the, the children and brings them into the lake, and the children are never seen again. So well, there's a, lovely there's a lovely bedtime story, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Hey, kids, you're going to love this one. Uh, Sebastian Modak is the editor, is an editor-at-large at The Lonely Planet. You can read his story about the Faroe Islands by going to LonelyPlanet.com. Sebastian, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back with more Travel Talk. Don't touch that dial. The world of travel never stops, and you can always find us 24-7 at rmworldtravel.com. Stay tuned. We're back after these messages. Have you heard the news? Metamucil now makes a delicious fiber gummy. Made by the fiber brand you trust, these gummies are a delicious and convenient way to get more fiber. That's because Metamucil fiber gummies are made with an exclusive blend of prebiotic plant-based fibers that are expertly crafted into delicious gummies that give you five grams of fiber in each easy-to-take serving. Try new Metamucil gummies today. Metamucil gummies are a delicious new way to promote your digestive health. Metamucil gummies are available at Walgreens and Walgreens.com. Try them today. What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. 
Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and all consumer access to order number 3030. Ugh, I have to do laundry when I get home. I have to lug all my clothes over to the washing machine. Then I get to put them in the dryer and accidentally shrink my cashmere sweater again. <laughs> Motorcycles make everything exciting. And when Geico makes it easy to switch and save on motorcycle insurance, it's even more exciting. I'm gonna fold all my socks into little balls. Yeah! Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. If you own a fleet of trucks or you're an owner-operator, well, you know how much agita comes with fleet fuel cards. That's why we urge you to go check out the A to B fuel card. A to B has no setup fee, no transaction fees, no monthly fees, no over-limit fees, and no credit check required when you apply. You can use A to B to get discounts on every drop of fuel at any gas station or truck stop that accepts Visa. Apply for the A to B fuel card today at A to B.com slash radio. You're going to get a $50 credit, A to B.com slash radio, or rmworldtravel.com. Just look under sponsors. Quality durability, comfort. These are all things we want in products we buy. And folks, it's what you get with MyPillow.com slash carry. With around 200 different products waiting for you, including the new My Slippers, quilts, bathrobes, sleepwear, Giza Dreams bed sheets, their luxury hotel quality towels and washcloths, plus premium bed pillows, mattress toppers, and more, or the all-American MyPillow store that's becoming the anti-Amazon. Save up to 50% site-wide and get a 60-day money-back guarantee, plus a warranty at MyPillow.com slash carry or rmworldtravel.com under sponsors. To participate in the program, log on anytime to rmworldtravel.com. Once again, this is your RM World Travel Connection. Well, we are going to be very busy using a map in Italy and other parts of Europe as we leave for our travels after today's show. But right now, no map needed as we take some time to answer a few listener emails. This segment of the show is sponsored by MyPillow.com slash carry. Well, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow team are doing what they can to help you fight inflation by offering savings on so many of their products. For example, MyPillow Giza Dream bed sheets are now as low as $39.98. MyPillow Percal sheet sets that offer a cool, crisp sleep, well, they're as low as $29.98. Men's and women's My Sleepwear and Lounge wear are up to 80% off. That's an insane savings. Down comforters and throw blankets are 50% off. Bath towels are also 50% off, as are their hotel quality six-piece towel sets at 50% off. My slippers are just $49.98, and my sandals are as low as $19.98. Folks, listen, you can save on so many quality products. They've also extended their 60-day money-back guarantee now. If you buy anything, it's going to be through the end of March. Go to MyPillow.com slash carry for all of our show specials. You'll also find a link at rmworldtravel.com. As always, just look under sponsors. Well, we have a decent pile here today. Mary, you ready for some emails? I'm all set. Let's, all right. let's get this done. Here let's we go. do it, as we say. Uh, our first email is from Kelly, who listens to us in Birmingham, Alabama. That would be our local affiliates, AM 960 and FM 105.5 WERC Radio. Thanks for being part of the show. Question is, we love the outdoors and thought it would be fun to do a Christmas cruise driving to some of the Christmas markets in certain parts of the country. Any favorites or recommendations? <laughs> do you know, Mary, there's actually eight weeks until Christmas? 
No, I can't believe that. I just looked at the camera. I can't. Weeks, that's I can't crazy. look. Can't look. Uh, listen, Kelly, I think you'll find the Christmas markets in Europe to be far more engaging and spectacular. I get you won't be able to drive there. So to answer your question specifically, one that immediately comes to mind for me, Chicago. They've modeled their markets after one in Nuremberg, Germany. It's the largest in the U.S. I've experienced it. It's well worth a visit or a Christmas cruise, I guess, as you put it. Another is Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which is appropriately named for Bethlehem since that's named after the birthplace of Jesus. I think the market there only operates on weekends, if memory serves me correct, but they bring in many items from Germany and it consistently is ranked as one of the top in the U.S. Yeah, those are both great suggestions. Um, I would say, I don't know if you want to drive all the way up to New England, but New England at Christmas time is beautiful. Lots of little mini markets in different areas. Newport has a really great great Christmas celebration. It's very festive in Newport, Rhode Island. Um, but if you don't want to come all the way up to New England, but you're willing to come to New York, the Bryant Park Markets are the Winter Village. You love them. I do. And they're also modeled after European Christmas markets. You're going to see hundreds of artists and craftsmen from all over coming to New York to sell their wares. That actually runs through March. That's really magical, very festive. But here's a local tip. Robert, we found this out probably about maybe eight or nine years ago. Union Square downtown gets transformed into a holiday Christmas market as as well with more than 150 vendors they're a bit more local downtown you're going to get artists some similar ones Yep, and you're going to get artists from Brooklyn. You're going to get a lot of artists from the local art schools. So students, it's a little bit less expensive than the vendors at Bryant Park. And um, I think those are two really great options in New York City. So, Kelly, let us know what you decide to do and where you are Christmas cruising to, okay? Email number two is from Jesse, who listens to us in Irwin, North Carolina. That would be our Fayetteville affiliate, AM640 WFNC Radio. He writes, I heard your interview with the flight attendant and wanted to share my story. Three weeks ago on a flight from St. Louis back to Raleigh, I had a fellow passenger sitting next to me in the same row start clipping her finger and toenails during the flight. From the moment she sat down, she immediately closed all the window shades, and because the middle seat was open and she used it as her own lounge, placing her pizza box, headphones, and a pillow on the seat. I thought it was disgusting that she left her nail clippings on the floor. We would agree with you on that, Jesse. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and not, not once did she look up or pay attention to any of us around her. I wanted to report her to the flight attendant, but thought it would cause an incident and possibly divert our flight if things got out of hand. I'd like to know how you would have handled the matter, as it's bothered me ever since. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that is really gross. Uh, do we really have to say that uh, personal hygiene things should be taken care of privately? Um, I, I can't even imagine you know, that. I probably would have mentioned something to the flight attendant. It's a little surprised the flight attendant didn't see this going on, but they are busy. Um, I would have probably said something. However, I totally understand. There's been a lot of diversions this year with badly behaving passengers, so I can understand not wanting to cause a problem. But that's gross. Uh, yeah, it, it yeah. totally disgusting. Let's situation. call TSA uh, and tell them to yeah, take nail clippers the off the approved list for carry-ons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'll solve it. How did you get that on? Uh, you know, I, I get the awkwardness of the situation. Yeah. I guess, you, know. you mentioned the middle seat was open, so it makes me wonder if other seats were open. If they were, I just would have gotten up and moved. And if the flight attendant asked me why, I would have told her, you know, why I moved, and that's how I would have reported. <laughs> that's a good it. option. Uh, by the way, you also mentioned something about the window shade going down. That's a pet peeve of mine on flights. I don't like when people do that. I, you know, certainly like to look out during takeoff and landing. Especially takeoff and landing. Yeah. And I when agree. there's turbulence as well. Yeah. So that, well, yeah. that would have had me talking to this fellow flyer well before she started her manicure yeah. session. Yikes. Oh. All right, we're going to have to leave it there for today's mailbag. Uh, that's one for the ages there. Uh, if you have a travel question, travel comment, or show comment, feel free to reach out to us anytime at rmworldtravel.com slash contact. Thank you again, Kelly. Thank you, Jesse. This is RM World Travel. Destination Spotlight number 99 is next as we focus on Hartford, Connecticut. Stay with us, everyone. We're back in three minutes.
Join the travel duo and team by accessing the show anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. We'll be right back. Stay connected with us anytime, anywhere at rmworldtravel.com. Now, back to America's number one travel radio show. As we return from that short break, Mary and I welcome all of you back to the New York City area with us. And part of the New York City area, well, it includes Connecticut, which is where we're headed for destination spotlight number 99. It's the state capital. Hartford. Located in our fifth state, it was admitted to the Union back in 1788. Known as the Constitution State or the Nutmeg State, this segment of the show is sponsored exclusively by Travel Pro Luggage. Robert and I have our Travel Pro pretty much packed and ready to go as we head out for the big Let's Go America Tour Rome, and that's going to be followed immediately by the big Let's Go America Tour Mediterranean Cruise. And as a way to prepare for your own travels, they're offering all of our show fans a fall in love with travel special, providing 15% off site-wide at TravelPro.com. You know, we've noticed an increase of too many travelers using this sad looking or junk luggage as I call it out there. You can do better America. We use their Platinum Elite or Round Trip Collections. Rudy prefers the Max Light Series and Travel Pro Luggage. Well, it's the choice of flight crews and in-the-know frequent travelers as they stand behind their products with lifetime warranties. Go get your special 15% off savings at TravelPro.com today or find a link at rmworldtravel.com. Look under sponsors. All right, let's talk Connecticut with Noelle Stevenson on the show hotline, particularly Hartford. She's the Director of Tourism for the state. Hello, Noelle. Welcome to America's number one travel radio show. It's nice to connect with you today for our destination spotlight. Hi, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. Well, nice to have you aboard with us. All right. So as we speak, this show is being transmitted to a little over 495 weekly stations across the USA. We feel truly blessed with the reach the show has. But I have to tell you, the one state the program is not heard in is Connecticut. So, uh, Noelle, we got to do something about that, and uh, hopefully you can help us out with that. But well, I think, they're hearing us now. <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully some people are in the state. But I do think that the state of Connecticut you know, often gets overlooked by travelers who focus maybe more on the New York City area or parts of Rhode Island in Boston. Hartford has, I think, around 30 colleges and universities in the area. It's got the nickname, you know, Knowledge Corridor. Certainly Mark Twain and Harriet Beecher Stowe, they love the city. And besides being the state capital, it's actually one of the oldest cities in America. So what do you connect most with about Hartford? How much time do you have? There isn't enough that I could say about Hartford. It's actually been my home since I moved to Connecticut. Um, It is an incredibly dynamic urban center, an incredibly city here in in Connecticut. And, you know, you talk about New York and and Boston. And so it is so centrally located, just about two hours from either location, whether you're going to New York or Boston. But you also talk about a drive-through versus what we're trying to do here is to kind of change that perception, have people come and visit to Connecticut. So drive to Connecticut versus drive by Connecticut. Um, And that is what we have been working very hard at uh, promoting the destination in particular, and obviously the state as a tourism hub, but also as a place to come such as Hartford, which is such a dynamic and vibrant city that has such an art scene, for example. It's, It's so alive when it comes to arts and culture. And I love this particular topic because just about a year ago, and I don't know if you guys knew this, but Hartford was ranked the number one city in America for artists to live and practice their craft. Well, I, I, we know the yeah. oldest continuously operating art museum is there. It's the Wadsworth, yeah. A hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. I mean, so we know the art scene is amazing. Um, it's got an incredible mural scene as well uh, throughout the entire city. Um, you've got places like Parkville Arts District, as you guys well know, and Real Art Wave, which is such a unique location when it comes to either, you know, going to see exhibits 
or, you know, just if you're a, a film person and you just want to see, some, you know, great programming. Well, there's no question. Yeah, I, I mean, a huge I'll... art scene. And also, you know, in huge. Portland, Oregon, uh, where the show is being heard right now and our affiliate there, they're known as Rose City. And they have a beautiful rose garden with, I think, over 10,000 roses planted. But something I think a lot of people don't realize is Hartford. Hartford has the Elizabeth Park Rose Garden, the country's first rose garden, and it's third in the U.S. in yeah, size. I think there's 15,000 plants, yeah. 800 different varieties of roses there. Absolutely. And that in itself is mind-blowing, right? And you also have, going back to the arts, you have, you have the Westworth Athenaeum, which I had the pleasure to visit, and I was just absolutely blown away at the collection from, you know, classic to, to modernism. Um, you know, another great... Yeah, that's great a museum, museum that folks have to hit on. And, and you know, when you think exactly. about Hartford, 20 miles south or so, the oldest theme park in the country, Lake Compounce is there. That's a place that people need to experience. But, you know, I am curious, you know, as we're talking about all this stuff, Noel, one of the things we like to ask folks when they come on the Destination Spotlight series of the show is to give us, an, you know, a surprising or an interesting fact about the area. In this case, it's obviously Hartford. What is it that you think will entice our listeners to come visit? The list is so endless, Rob. Um, I mean, there's so much, and I know our time is limited, but there's so much I could talk about. For example, if you look at our theater scene, so much has happened at our Hartford stage or other great, you know, performing arts centers like the Bushnell or Theater Works, uh, which has more of the edginess, you know, in terms of new theater experiences. But I was just blown away again by the theater scene and some of the acts that we brought here that have engaged, you know, talent such as Kevin Bacon, Olympia Dukakis, you know, so many more well, that I, look, you it, would never imagine. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the theater scene, and that is right. The restaurant and, scene and is great, too. Another thing oh, we could go rest, through. Yeah. Well, Noel, listen, this goes by quickly, too quickly, but we absolutely appreciate you joining us. We will have to reconnect at some other point. Folks, if you want to find out more, you can do it very easily, ctvisit.com. CTVisit.com. Noel, enjoy the rest of the weekend, all right? Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, you know, one thing we didn't get on, Mary, the Connecticut Science, Science Center. Science Center. That is also in All Hartford, kinds folks. of interactive need exhibits. need to check that out. Yeah, great. All right, folks, that is number 99 in our popular series of the show that Mary and I started. I think we started that back way April 20, 2017. 2017. You can find them all on the homepage of our website under Destination Spotlight. As we put a bow on hour one of the program this week, one more hour to go until we are off to Italy and the big Let's Go America Tour Rome this upcoming week. After these messages, we'll all be back to kick off hour two. The NCF will help us start it off, and we'll get back to talking more of everything and anything in the world of travel with you. Stick around, everyone, as we'll be back in just a few minutes or catch us anytime through the live stream or archives at rmworldtravel.com. You've been listening to award-winning RM World Travel, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.